0: Welcome back. Episode four of Know It All. We made it. We've done it. We had four. What are we going to talk about today?
1: This is so exciting. But before we get into our topic today... Oh, do it we have is, another retraction? It's not a retraction. What we're doing is a fun fact follow-up, a triple F.
0: Oh, that sounds naughty. Well, it's, it's not naughty.
1: As a matter <laughs> of fact, what we're going to clarify here is something that... Uh, we had been asked to look into. I know honey, you were thinking when we were having a conversation about pips, you know, the four symbols on yes, playing cards. I
0: wanted it. You, you
1: to believed be that Gladys it could Knight. be the pips in Gladys Night and the Pips referenced the four pips on a play, on a set of playing cards. And? Unfortunately unfortunately that is not the case. Man, though I really think it should be.
0: I think it should be. And just because they had an uncle named Uncle Pip doesn't mean that maybe Uncle Pip was named after a Pip. Come on, man. Just give me deep, one. I don't know how
1: much more deep research we know it all will be able to.
0: The family tree of the Pip family. Yeah. I don't know. But unfortunately,
1: but- it's one that I think, I think would have been awesome, but unfortunately is inaccurate.
0: It would have been. Okay. Well, I'll keep trying. So there you go. It's not a retraction. It's just a fun fact follow-up. That's right. Okay. All right. So, a triple F. A triple F. So I do want to talk about, I've told you this is my favorite, of idioms, euphemisms, you know, all, where do they come from? What do they really mean? And well, I there's, know there's a lot of them.
1: There are. Um, I think the number is there are over 25,000 different idioms in the English language.
0: 25? How do you even find that information? I have my sources. You have your sources. Is it I called didn't make it up? the World Wide Web? It is the internet. Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank well, you. thank you, El Gore, for <laughs> inventing the World Wide Web for us. So, 25,000. 25,000. That's a lot.
1: There is. But so, uh, an idiom is a form of expression. So, okay. there are a ton of different expressions, types of expressions, like euphemism is an expression, a type of expression. Idioms are types of expressions. Diffemisms which is the opposite of a euphemism. Okay. Um, but idioms, not all expressions are idioms. So, an idiom is basically a phrase that has a very distinct, clear meaning that is not literal. It is figurative.
0: So, raining cats and dogs. Raining
1: cats and dogs. Absolutely. That is an idiom. And so, um, as we are taking a look at some of our favorite idioms, we did a little research to try and figure out what uh, the origin were for many of these. And they are quite apocryphal.
0: I don't even know what that means. But I, and I, again, again, I still feel like some of my thinking of where they came from should be right.
1: So, so what is your belief of, where the idiom raining cats and dogs came.
0: Okay. So I think it was in the Midwest. It was a big giant tornado hurricane kind of thing, swooped, like swooped up all the cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, you know, they all had to come back down. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like the twister. Yeah. Well, those
1: cows that came. Yeah, I
0: know. So if they were able to get swooped up, you could imagine cats and dogs would be. Again,
1: it's one that I really want to be true. It's that I think a lot of people would really believe it. And apocryphal really means it's something that even though it's not necessarily true, it's easy to believe and people continue that myth. But unfortunately, the term reigning cats and dogs has been around before.
0: Um, Tornadoes.
1: America. <laughs> so uh, it would not be a reference to something from the Midwest. So it, is, uh, it does go back to uh, Europe in which uh, during floods and uh, rainstorms, many times cats and dogs were kind of boarded in the top, the top rafters of houses in the thatch. And so during big rainstorms, they would actually fall down into the main living area. Or... Um, that there's also some believe that it was because that in the, in flooding, the cats and dogs would sometimes be found drowned, um, in the drains. Oh, and so it felt morbid. like there was raining cats and dogs because they were there where the rainwater was. Okay. Sorry.
0: I know that's, I still like the tornado one it's a little one. bit. So I well, think I'm going to, I think I'm going to go with that yeah. and sort of, you it know, probably just...
1: rains cats and dogs now right? Yes. Because it doesn't necessarily rain cats and dogs because of thatched roofs no. in Europe.
0: No, so no. So let's think. go with
1: it. Okay. It's halfway true.
0: It's halfway true. It's I say current. It's a current idiom. Yes. So then what are some other idioms? Is kick the bucket an idiom?
1: Uh, it is an idiom and a euphemism. Okay. Well, actually, it's not a euphemism. It's not. It's a
0: it, why? Why? So
1: I know you, we were talking about this that you, that you're thinking kick the bucket is a a euphemistic way to say somebody died.
0: Right. I think somebody accidentally tripped over a bucket, bonked their head, and well, died, and better, then they kicked the bucket. Yeah. A
1: better. Well, that's interesting theory. I mean, it's it's fun. It's could be. That's <laughs> it, in that context, it is a better way to say somebody died. Okay. Right? Uh, maybe an a even better way, um, a be- better example of be euphemism would be somebody passed on, right? But the, because the origin of kick the bucket is actually a little morbid, um, and it dates back to the 16th century when people who were intending to commit suicide would put a noose around their neck and then stand on top of a bucket and then kick the bucket out from underneath them. Oh, God. So that's not... Wow. Euphemism in my book.
0: No, it's not. So, but it doesn't mean that anymore. No. Really? So, so if so somebody says. So passing on. So somebody's right. passing
1: on or, you know, entering into a better place. Right.
0: Oh, okay. So what do you say? Well, what if it's like a naughty person? <laughs> what would you say? Like, you know, what if it's a, a Trump person uh, or
1: this a is Republican? An, <laughs> this is an apolitical. I don't podcast.
0: know about that. No. A, comma, political. No. Like an Oxford comma. <laughs> we're going to have to we're going
1: to have to do probably a podcast about grammar too.
0: <laughs> yes, Mrs. Williams would say yeah. A, comma, political podcast then my comment was completely right. This is fair. Yes. Okay. All so, right. Um, so, kick the so, butt <laughs> in. so
1: here's another good one fly off the handle. You've heard Ooh, that. Oh, right? yes. Yeah. So what does that mean
0: that to you? Sometimes I've been referred to as somebody who might be flying off the handle
1: someone who loses their temper kind of i don't know what you're talking about
0: i don't know what you're talking about
1: so that actually is from a it's even though it's figurative because it's about losing your temper um it is it actually comes from the literal handle of an axe flying off when it was being swung oh so step out of the way Yes, when somebody is flying off, I do feel.
0: I, yes, I feel like it when works, that right? happens to me, you might want to give me just sort of a personal bubble, you know, sort mm-hmm. of a whirling dervish yes. of.
1: Imagine the distance that she'd be swinging an axe, yes. and if the handle were to come free, be behind that
0: line. <laughs> or what I would also say is, if I haven't eaten, then you should probably be behind that line. As well, because I might be more prone to fly off the handle. <laughs> what was it fly yeah, off the handle? Off the handle. Um <laughs> That's so. hangry. Hangry, Ooh, hangry which, which is, is also a, a portmanteau. It's a portmanteau. Look at me learning. Yeah. Hungry right? and angry. Hungry and angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, another another good one that we do know the origin of mm-hmm. riding shotgun. Now, Ooh. this one you, I thought you knew the I do we not
0: t- no, riding I know shotgun. what a shotgun wedding is. <laughs> is that not the same
1: thing? I think that's a euphemism. I about. think that is,
0: mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right? Okay.
1: It is. Shotgun so <laughs> riding shotgun actually is an idiom that is based on the fact that in, uh, when we were settling the west in, in the prairie, that um, on the stagecoaches, the person sitting next to the, the person driving the coach had a shotgun, and so, you know, particularly if they were traveling, um, you know, carrying Into, money or yes. those types of things. Like they were part of the, you know, Western riding Union. Shotgun. or shotgun. Yes. So they had a shotgun. So that's riding shotgun if you're sitting on the right side or right next to the driver.
0: So when somebody's like, I call shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, they, well, then you better protect us. Welcome
1: to the Wild West. Right?
0: You have a job. That's right. Now, if you're riding shotgun. Yeah, you have a job. Okay. Um, so shotgun wedding... Is the somebody might be pregnant, isn't that euphemi- right?
1: Yeah, it's a euphemism that's clearly understood to mean that uh, going into the wedding day itself, someone was another euphemism with child,
0: with child instead of
1: saying pregnant or fat or. <laughs>
0: <laughs> eating for two is another eating one. for two i right? i always euphemisms. feel like i'm eating for two have you ever made the mistake and actually actually asked somebody um when they're due have I, you ever made that mistake
1: i guarantee you that i have never ever
0: done yeah. That. I, I, I really, learn my
1: lesson from other people
0: yeah. in, that, in that one. Then you just go, Oh, like, did you eat pasta last night? <laughs> yeah. well, I, it's so funny
1: that you say that because I used to teach, um, alcohol training, like responsible for uh, responsible vendor training. And I used to ask all the participants in the class, I'd say, would you ever serve somebody who's pregnant? Oh. And everybody, like half the class is like, never, we'd never do that. Right. But how it's would like, you know? You know? How do you know? You don't know. No. Like I'm sorry, I can't serve you because I believe you might be pregnant. Right. And, and they're like
0: and they're like you I'm just are, Right. I'm on weight watchers.
1: You're on a you, this is a problem. And the other one, the other thing is you don't know if somebody's pregnant and they don't even know it yet.
0: Right. And so. it's basically on them because you know some doctors say uh, one glass of red wine a day when you're pregnant is fine. I mean, again, I'm not going to be do I, they? well, I didn't I didn't. It was vodka, but no. <laughs> just kidding. No.
1: Again, it was water. It was water, and actually I did a little bit more more research on that one. And you were asking the the last time we were chatting about that because um, I, I had whiskey, which was water of life, and you were wondering, well, what kind of water do I have? Yeah, Is this I, water? I just had it's water. not actually it's Russian for little water.
0: So oh, I'm not sure that it, makes it better. It does because I feel better. better. Just I'm just having a little, water, a little water, right? Yeah. I like that. So we have expressions, euphemisms. What are some other ones that we would use on a you know daily? What about if I say I'm having the time of my life? That's more of an expression.
1: Yes, that is not an idiom.
0: That is not an idiom. Correct. So what because would
1: because they... you are because that's a literal saying. I'm having the I'm time, having the of, time, my time my life. of my I'm life. I'm having a great time.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> precious, isn't that a sign?
1: Should I step song? back and have you run into my arms? my arms? I'll lift you up
0: yes oh you can't lift me up but it's oh. precious you are I would this I'm light crazy. as I'm light as a feather.
1: Yes see
0: that what
1: is a simile
0: a simile it's not Yes an idiom. because that's a like or as yes it's a comparison
1: right? using a like or as Oh, there's versus a so metaphor much. okay right, metaphor which is a right comparison without using like RAS.
0: Okay. So give me a metaphor. Am I putting on the spot?
1: You are putting me on the spot. Okay.
0: Metaphor for, uh, clear as no, I was going to say no, clear, clear as mud, as mud yeah, no. but that would be another, what do you think? Clear as mud? That's just somebody being sarcastic. Yes. Right.
1: And it's also not an idiom.
0: No, because it's a literal. It's a literal. Interpretation. Yes, it's,
1: you can't see because you can't see through mud.
0: Yeah, right. I my my it's aunt used to my aunt used to say if you were standing in front of the TV, you make a better door than a window mm-hmm. <laughs> because. That's, so what would that be?
1: That I believe is a metaphor.
0: That'd be a metaphor. Yeah, because
1: you're not using like or as.
0: Right, but you're sort of saying you are in my way. Get the. Out, be so I can see the TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, clean as a whistle.
1: That's a simile because it's comparing light as.
0: Uh, but what does that light. what does that mean? Clean as a whistle.
1: Oh, that's Do an idiot.
0: That's an idiot, right? Yes, that's an idiot. So, it's,
1: <laughs> it's an idiom. <laughs>
0: But what does that mean? I'm maybe people just whistled a lot no, when they cleaned.
1: No, it's actually, you know, whistle while you the, work. No, the idiom is if you don't have a clean whistle, you can't use a whistle. It's got to be clean oh. or else. So if it's not clean, right? So if it's clean as a whistle, then
0: then you're okay. You're okay. Unless it's filled with like spit and stuff. And then you just, ugh, <laughs> it's not good. That is, that's Let's not see,
1: good. Uh, um, um, have you heard this t- um, phrase? because this is a metaphor love is a fine wine no well you might have heard the simile version love is like a fine wine
0: oh yes
1: so those are i mean it's, it only takes a word or two, a word or two.
0: i like the um oh well i guess it's not i was saying just gets better with time that's kind of we like wine they always say Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. the whisper song just gets better with time Mm -hmm. we could do karaoke we could i know sorry (laughs) (laughs) anything anything that has the Uh, ability to be sung i will sing it how about the i don't know
1: you're the apple of my eye that's a good metaphor
0: that is where do you think that came from you're the apple of my eye because that's weird i mean i'm looking at an apple and it's shiny and red. <laughs> um, <laughs> Am I stumping you with you these? You are.
1: I Okay. You know it all is going to have to look into this. The origin of You're you the are the apple, apple of my, eye. Of my now, eye. And I did mention, you know, like I said, over 25,000 idioms. And I don't know how many um, euphemisms and metaphors. Metaphors. reasons and 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 like we make up a, a bunch yeah. of new ones every day. But it's interesting because if you even if you make up a... Figurative phrase. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's going to be an idiom. It has to be universally understood, right? As meaning what it is. So, you what
0: to be. about like sweating like a horn church?
1: <laughs> That's a simile because <laughs> it's a um, <coughs> comparison
0: of like, right? Of, right. Yes, but I kind of feel like it could be a euphemism too, or an idiom. I don't know. Or, or I'd have to say it differently. Like I'm sweating like a woman of the night
1: or, <laughs> or a metaphor, sweating bullets,
0: sweating bullets. Yes. And maybe that was because somebody was nervous. Nope. When, no. The
1: origin of that one. I do know this one, the origin of that metaphor, which is also an idiom. So sometimes they can be the same is the size of the sweat is so big. It's compared to the bullet size. No, that's true.
0: No. No. Don't you think that would be sweating, like I'm sweating like bullets would be I'm nervous because I'm going to a gun show. No. Or I'm, so I'm sweating. Again,
1: it's one that you could potentially make the argument I'm going to see how
0: many people I can get to believe that sweating bullets is I'm nervous for my gun fight at five o'clock outside the saloon. Yeah. And what was the other one I was going to convince? Cats and dogs. Yeah. That, one I'd get, I just, that one I've got. i got
1: to argue with you on that sweating bullets because it's about the size of the sweat, not the fact that bullets are coming your way.
0: Well, but it's because making it's, me sweat.
1: Because it's an idiom. It's and coming. so it's actually figurative. No one sweats <laughs> the size of bullets.
0: I cry bullets.
1: No, well, you have you have an extra set of tear ducts.
0: I do. I'm mutant. It's pretty I'm like awesome. an X-man man awesome. woman because I out do. You have that superpower. I, I do. It's apparently very very rare too. And you can see the little holes on the outside of my eyes. They're beautiful. So, I cry crocodile tears.
1: See? Another good one. That That's would a metaphor be and an idiom.
0: And a euphemism. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. Sure. Cuz it's sort of like, oh, sweet, instead yeah. of saying, will you stop crying so much? <laughs> yeah.
1: Or crying like a clown.
0: Right. Ooh, that's not. I don't For all like, the no, clowns sorry. out there. I don't like I'm sorry. clowns. No, that sad was clown. no, this mm-hmm. had That was the the movie that tormented me the most growing up was Poltergeist, and it was the scene where the, the clown. clown was underneath the bed and started to yeah. you know I we I actually
1: don't. share that in common. Yeah, that, I don't. Growing do. up, Poltergeist was the scariest movie my brother and I had ever seen.
0: And I would close my eyes for most of it too. Yeah,
1: so I don't think I've seen a scary movie since.
0: No, <laughs> I've been tormented. So what are we going to talk about next week? We let's, talked about let's
1: talk about like fun facts and everyday things. Okay, like uh, food
0: or or household, household items. Pla- oh, see? oh see? jinx! Jinx. Mm, jinx, Gary. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, so household items next next time next. and Ooh, then think... let
1: me give you a preview one preview before no. we go uh, no nope, i'm going to give you one and i'm mm-hmm. going to just i'm letting the cat out of the bag it is a myth that the word crapper is because thomas crapper okay but i'm going to stop
0: you i don't want you to know any more than that that's a good one we'll start off there are
1: so many good ones though
0: and by the way letting the cat out of the bag Oh, nice. Nicely done. Nice.
1: Would you like to know where that came from?
0: I don't know. I feel like I just like the mystery of it all. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for sharing all of your idiom, euphemism, expression knowledge with me. My pleasure. Okay. Cats and dogs. It's raining. (laughs) See you next time. Love you too.